Hey folks, it's Totsky here, uh, giving you another lowdown of what we got in store for Fort Mac uh, this month. Coming up, down the pipe, uh, what other kind of saying that you want to throw in there? But when it's this cold outside, when you're fucking freezing like I am, and it's this much snow, because I've never shoveled the driveway more than I have now, and I don't even do it that often to begin with, and... If you're pissed off as I am because the, these damn windrows that the city scrapes up all the ice and just puts it in the middle of the road and leaves it for weeks on end, you know it's winter. And what happens in February in Fort McMurray in the winter? Yes, that's right. It's time for some winter play action. And the YMN Podcast is going to be partnering up with Events with Buffalo for a few of the absolute fun times that's going to be coming. Interplay runs February 14th and 24th this year. And uh, like I said, uh, uh, Tito and I and the YMM Podcast crew has partnered up for a few uh, events that are going to be some kick-ass. And the stuff that we're a part of all happens uh, starting on Wednesday, February 20th, uh, 2013. It's the Winter Side Splitting Comedy Night. Uh, that's right. Uh, comedy Night went by so well last year that the events above those bring it back with some great, great, great comedians. Uh, we got a local uh, John Mick, uh, who I went to high school with, so I can't wait to get him on the podcast. Uh, he's going to be coming up and doing some stand-up comedy and opening for Ron Jozel, uh, a great, great uh, Filipino-Canadian comedian. Uh, the name might not ring a bell to a few people, but as soon as you see him, you'll be like, oh, I've seen that guy on, on the Comedy Network many times. Dude is absolutely hilarious. So me and Tito are hosting the Winterside Splitter Comedy Night, uh, Wednesday, February 20th. Uh, show starts at 8 p.m., up at the Suncourt Center for Performing Arts. Tickets are $25. Uh, and of course, the show is uh, definitely uh, 18 and over. Uh, tickets are available at winterplay.ca. But that's not all. A few days later, we're going to be uh, bringing a reincarnation of the Hockey Goons and Puck Bunnies Nights. Uh, yeah, the 20 or so people that were there last year uh, basically got to check out uh, Slapshot on the big screen. Awesome night. Great time great prizes and we're going to do it again but different so basically it's all going to happen friday february 22nd uh, 2013 hockey goons and puck bunnies uh this time we're going to be at the dolan pub and it's going to be a basically a reformatted night uh we got a band we got the band actually uh the greatest uh, canadian artist uh around amy heffernan from from mcmurray i also went to high school with her so uh, i'm just name dropping now can't wait to, to chat with these folks so yeah, Amy Heffernan's going to perform, and uh, we're also going to have uh, prizes for Best Hockey Goon, basically the person that can dress up uh, goonish, I guess, uh, more goony than me, <laughs> which you know, and of course we got Best Puck Bunny, which you know damn well is just the most sexiest looking uh, uh, chick out of the bunch, uh, prizes for those, and of course the girding competition's returning. For anyone that can't remember this from last year, I know I tried to do a little Twitter thing too on it. Uh, basically, it's the person that can make the best distorted facial expression. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have some examples up on the website. Uh, if you check out the ymanpodcast.com, go events, and if you look at Winterplay 2012, we got a video from the Gurney competition as last year. We're going to put it up again. Uh, so that's going to be a blast. Uh, Hockey Hoons and Puck Bunnies featuring a great, great artist, Amy Heffernan, uh, Friday, February 22nd. Show starts at 9 p.m. at the Padolan Pub. Tickets, $15. Uh, Tito and I are hosting. It's going to be great. Lots of prizes. Tickets available at winterplay.ca. 
But this brings us to our pride and joy of the Winter Play 2013 Festival. It's going to be the Winter Reels Film Challenge. The Basically, we had so much fun, and the community had so much fun at the 48-hour filmmaking challenge this past summer at Interplay that we're going to bring it back uh, in a little bit different form. It's going to be the Winter Reels Film Challenge, and basically... Uh, it's going to be just like the 48 hour, except you're going to have a longer time to make a, a, a film. Uh, it's all going to start on February 14th at the Winter Play opening ceremonies. Uh, we haven't had the details of what, uh, where exactly at the opening ceremonies we're going to be, but if you follow the podcast Twitter, uh, at Wyman Podcast or Facebook, facebook.com slash Wyman Podcast, <clears throat> we will announce it. But the shotgun start is going to be February 14th, and people will have, uh, teams will have, uh, up to 10 p.m. on February 20th. So basically six days. I got six days to do a film instead of the the, the absolute 48-hour rush. This time we're going to give you six days, and we expect massive Hollywood blockbuster Michael Bay style. <laughs> I don't know why I picked Michael Bay. But we, uh, we're giving you six days, and it's going to be absolutely great. We can't wait. Uh, grand prize for the first place team, 500 bucks. We're also going to give the runner-up 150 and this time there's going to be a panel of judges that's going to pick the winning film based on the best interpretation of the elements that we give you at the Shotgun Start on February 14th. So, a lot of information I just threw out at you. Hopefully you guys all get it. If not, <clears throat> check out the website, ymmpodcast.com slash events. You'll see it. You'll scroll down. You'll see Winter Reels Film Challenge there at the bottom. It's got uh, the rules and regulations up there. The registration form is up on the website. Registration fee, 35 bucks per team. Uh, so 35 bucks for a chance to win 500, not bad. 35 bucks for a chance to win 150, not bad. Going to be a blast. Shotgun start. We're going to give the elements of what we need to see in the film. You'll have six days. The deadline is February 20th at 10 p.m. Um, it's going to be an absolute blast. So yeah, ymmpodcast.com slash events. Winter Reels Film Challenge is going to be a part of Winter Play 2013. It's going to be an absolute blast. Keep it locked on our Facebook. Keep it locked on our Twitter. Follow the hashtag for the Winter Reels. Uh, pound Winter Reels. And uh, we're going to keep it <clears throat> going on there. We had some good Instagrams. We had some good tweets. So we're going to keep it going this year. Uh, we got some. We got the elements already picked. It's gonna, these are going to be really cool. And it, it's going to be a really good time. So definitely check out the Winter Reels Film Challenge. And of course... Uh, the Hockey Goons and Puck Bunnies event, uh, the Comedy Night event, and check out everything that Winterplay has to offer. Winterplay.ca is the website for all of the Winterplay uh, aspects. <clears throat> Ten days of absolute uh, bliss. It's it's a, definitely a fun time in Fort McMurray. They're going to have the Winter Playground again at the SNI. Uh, and it's just going to be an absolute blast. And remember, for all our Winterplay activities... Visit www.ymmpodcast.com. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised.
Hey, this is Nolan Hockness, host of the show on Rock 97.9, inviting you to come see me and over 100 of your friends and neighbors in Hometown the Musical, the largest production in Keanu Theater history. It's going to make you laugh. It might even make you cry. It's the story of us and the place we call home. Tell us in Keanu Theater Company present Hometown the Musical, February 15th to 23rd, rated E for everyone. Tickets are going fast at keanu.ca slash theater. Sponsored in part by Rock 97.9. Back then, Highway 63 was, was a dirt road. We used to call the, the, the 120 miles stretch to Wandering River the, the Muffler Mile. Because nine times out of ten, by the time you got there, you'd find your, your muffler had fallen off and it was out dragging behind the car. On a Friday, you couldn't see the road for all the dust. You'd be praying for a sprinkling of rain just to keep the, the dust settled. And then when it really rained, it turned into a mud pit. You, you had to travel with a tow rope or a, or a length of chain because eventually it'd get stuck and... You'd have to wait for someone to come by and pull you out. Sometimes they'd have to get a cat. And if you abandon your car overnight, well, it was likely by the morning it'd be completely stripped. (laughs) Those were the good old days. The breakthroughs came with changes in technology. You know, better methods of of separating the oil from the sand. Development of new metals that could withstand the, the abrasion of the sand. God, we had good people. All of us, we, we had some experience, but we'd never worked together. We, we had to learn to work as a team, and we did. And, and together, we built a new industry that we can all be proud of. I'm happy that my hard work has helped so many people. I mean, look at this place. It's grown so much in just a short period of time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Todsky. Uh, no Tito tonight. He had some things come up, but I am <clears> graced <throat> with the presence <laughs> of a very stern... Oh, uh, go ahead. Introduce your... This, I, I don't need to introduce anyone anymore. This, this is the community dining room table, so... I'm always here. You are always here. You haven't been here for a year. Uh, I'm Misty from Keanu Theater. Um, I am Michael, co-creator of Hometown the Musical. I have no titles. I'm just Misty. Just Misty. <laughs> Misty from Keanu. Welcome, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. And as uh, I was kind of hinting on, on Facebook and Twitter earlier, it's musical season. It is. Mm-hmm. And what better way to celebrate musical season than a Keanu musical? About Fort McMurray. About, yeah. Even better. Custom. Locally written. Yeah. Well, I wanna I'm gonna put the spot right it's funny because there's only three of us around the table. So you know what, Mike, it's all gonna be on you. Oh god. <laughs> no, uh, uh, so much pressure. Uh, for the last like week and a half, because uh, I was telling people, Oh, what's your next show? People are asking me, What's your next show gonna be? And it's really just my mom. The uh, <laughs> No uh, I was like, Oh no, Cano's coming up with uh, with their, their latest production, so we're going to do a uh, podcast about it. And they're like, Well what, what's the what's the Cano show? I said, it's Hometown the Musical. They're like, well, what's it about? And I give them the answer of, oh, it's a musical about Fort McMurray. Well, what's the story? Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea anything else about it besides that it's going to be a musical about Fort McMurray. Take yes. us further into the production. Well, we were so elusive about what it was about because I didn't have a finished script until, <laughs> what, <Yes>. December? <laughs> 
And it's been an ongoing, well, with any new script, it's always an ongoing process of editing and changing. But uh, the story is basically about, it's five stories kind of tied together, but it's set in the in the future, in Ooh. the new Fort McMurray International Airport, and it's the grand opening. And there's a giant snowstorm that keeps all the planes uh, delayed. And uh, the main family is Kate and her two parents, and Kate is uh, 19 years old, and she's ready to leave Fort McMurray for good, and she's flying off to Montreal to pursue her dream as a dancer. And the other storyline is John and Mary, and Mary's leaving for Newfoundland and never coming back, and John is trying to convince her to stay, because they're in love. Hey, a love story. Can't get better than emotions. Right. And then we have uh, Patience, who is Kate's nanny. And uh, she's a Filipino nanny. Patience? Yes, her name is. Is that a note to something? Because that's a name from somewhere, isn't it? Like a famous name from a movie? Sure, let's go with that. Okay, all right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. This show is all about fame. It's all about fame. (laughs) And then we go into the past and we go into mom and dad's story of how they came to Fort McMurray. And we go into Patience's past and how she came to Fort McMurray. Sweet. And we follow that journey as well. And in between, we have Grandpa, who tells, who's as old as time, and he tells stories about Fort McMurray from when he was a kid. So we go into Fort McMurray's past. All telling stories in the, in in the, the airport. airport. And it's all tied together. All the stories are linked together. It's all tied together in the air, in right. the airport. That is really cool. Yeah, and we have video, and we have, uh, of course, I'm not, I wasn't one who enjoyed history lessons, so I try to make <laughs> the history fun, and so we have the Mackenzie King, or Mackenzie King, uh, Alexander Mackenzie, wow. and Peter Pond. Sorry, <laughs> we know our day. Canadian history. Yes, yes. Peter Pond is going to make an appearance on something, and Tito we're talking about, we're like, are they going to show Peter Pond? God, I hope Peter so. Peter Pond's coming. Yeah, he's, he's going to be, be there. That's yeah. excellent. But uh, we told their story in a Benny Hill uh, chase, film chase. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Complete with theme? Yeah, we oh, have a Monty dude, Python oh, that is awesome. bit as well. Well, like, you're taking, what is it, what was the final total for cast? 125? Yeah. Yep, yeah. I think so. Plus I'm, how many crew? Uh, six. No, more than six, like almost 20. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, like, you're looking at 140 person production, and this is yeah. leaps and bounds ahead of anything yeah. Channel's done people wise. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we're sitting around the dining room table. Like, the reason why uh, it's actually just the three of us is because every uh, person's Twitter feed and Facebook feed this morning was saying how bagged they were. Like, like yeah. Russell, Nolan, Jerry, um, I know a few others, not off the top of my head, just apologize for that, but they're all saying how bad uh, bad they were. What did you have them doing this weekend? Laps or what? Oh, man, we just got through four days of queue to queue where we basically queued over a thousand queues. So lighting queues, sound queues, video so like queues, full rehearsal. band queues. Yes, wow. but we'd have to, we do a scene and then you cue in the lights, the sound, and then you have to redo it again and then again. To get, to get it down, it right. okay. Yeah, it's, wow. a, it's, it's a long process. An intensely long stop and start. And so with 120 20 people. Some odd people. Yeah, and you got like kids too, right? Yeah. Like, so you're trying to keep everyone's attention yep. is now going to be one thing. <laughs> yeah, Kudos. We've got every, and what's the youngest? Is There's baby. And then the oldest yeah, in the cast is. Mado, who's 18. Months? 18 months, yeah. Oh, wow. And then... And then there's... We won't name the oldest, but what's their age approximately, do you think? <laughs> Kelsey's probably, what, <laughs> six? Six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
as young as six. And then probably as old as 60? Oh, yeah. Older? Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I thought you meant when you're like, we won't name it. And you're like, well, Kelsey's <laughs> five years old. Wow, There's Russell lots Tommy. of energy in that room, though. Oh, my goodness. Well, the pictures, like, Russell's doing a blog, put, like, a blog series about it, which is excellent. Like, I find getting to know the whole background into into the production is great. Yeah. yeah. And following his blog post, like, he's showing me some of the stuff. Like, obviously, rehearsals, you guys couldn't do it all in one room. Like, it's been scattered. Oh, around. no, it's been all in one room. Really? They do it, yeah, they do it Packed all in, in the there. rehearsal hall. Wow. 75 yeah. people. <laughs> so, where'd you get up? So, you got the story. We got a bit of the story input, which is really cool. Yeah. Where'd you get the music to it? Like, like, is it stuff that you're writing? Because did you get my original email? And I'm like, I got this idea for a podcast. <laughs> We're going to do a musical podcast. But how would you, re- like, how we, would you do it? We use pop songs. Okay, so, so we got, covers. yeah, I, I got the Ramones in there. Nice. We got a little Meatloaf, Paradise from oh, Dashboard yeah. Lights. We got Meatloaf. Keith Urban. We Coldplay. Coldplay. Coldplay, that's one of the, as soon as you said Coldplay. Yeah. It tripped me off, but of course it's one of Russell's blog posts. That's right. So what brought that on? Like, what brought the music on? You just like, I want something popular that people will know. Like, I eat Sweet Home Alabama. It's going to get people toe tapping. But it's like uh, you wrote it, this, man. Like, you must put, you got some heart into this. It had to fit. It had to fit the script. Um, some of it, like Claude and I would just just come to us. We'd find a song on YouTube or see it on TV and be like, oh, that fits this part and that fits there. And a lot of it was just me going on YouTube and just looking for songs that fit what I imagine or what I was writing. It's like a radio station. Yeah. Driving in the car. I was sad that we cut Queen. I had a couple Queen songs that got cut. Oh. I was sad about that. But I got the Ramones in there. Yeah, I was going to say Ramones is going to be a good good dedication. We got a a sedated dance. Nice. Awesome. I'm very proud so how do you direct musicals like uh, I've never directed a musical before ever this is my first one Beamy's making his big debut yeah like it's to me uh, I'm just like ever since I met Tito I'm just getting into the groove of making a movie now yeah and when I first when people saying, well it's a musical I'm like I think Beamish wrote complete music for this I'm like there's gonna be an album (laughs) but how do you like like, I can see okay yeah you got um, you can change some lyrics to Sweet Home Alabama but make a dance scene how do you do it uh, Kim Hurley. Yeah. Who runs Gener- Generation Dance. <laughs> Generation Dance her. Studio does that. And those amazing children, which are incredible. So that's who's doing all mostly the dance generation yeah. dance studio. Right? Yeah, incredible. Kim Hurley, um yeah, she runs Generation Dance Studio and she's so talented and passionate and she just brings it out in her mm-hmm. dancers and, and the way the dancers interact with you know, the other actors, you know, they just they bring it to life and they help everyone you know I mean me especially I'm terrified of dancing like uh, my first musical that I really had to dance in was All Shook Up two years ago and Kim was the choreographer and I was like scared to death like I wanted to die and the Generation Dance girls and Kim they just like they have magic and they get share well, it with you. You got Nolan and yeah. Jerry dancing, so like I think More they sold a bunch of fucking seats there, man. Because I'm like, I need to see this. Do you right? know Jerry could sing. Really? Holy, does he have a voice like an angel? Oh yeah, he just belts it out. Like can't a, wow, he can't wait. Like we were, we originally didn't have him singing, and then it was literally last week we're doing the final piece, and then 
Steph and I look at each other like, who's that voice above the crowd? <laughs> who's that voice above the crowd? What was he doing? Just singing just, with the crew or what? Yeah, like, he was singing with the crew. We're like, who is that? That's amazing. <laughs> and we scanned the cast. We're like, who is it? And then who's we look singing? in the back and there's Jerry. His whole head, his whole face is red. He's like, yeah! <laughs> melting it out. <laughs> And we're like, you're doing that. We're putting a spotlight right on you for opening. That's awesome. awesome. And now he's singing. And then he just brought Nolan into it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, we just brought Nolan into it. Kind of Jerry without Nolan. So, okay, so like the dance. Okay, so you got the song, you change the lyrics, and you just give the dance sequence to uh, uh, to Kim. Well, the only one we changed the lyrics for was "Sweet Home Alabama," which of course we changed "Sweet Home" for McMurray and then some lyrics yeah. to that. And then majority of the songs, we just cut them down, pared them down a little bit, but they're the same lyrics, same song. The whole works. The whole and the works. way that they're supposed to, like the context, is mm-hmm. I guess the real feature of yeah, like the show. S- some of the songs I fit into the script, so the actors. Sing, and then some we just have the band sing like a rock show. Yeah, we're featuring the Chantel Davidson band actually. Yes, uh, I've seen that on the on the massive uh, what do you call it? Callboard. Like, Callboard. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like that's going to be huge. I, I want to actually see it down at Cano, and that looks really cool. So she's the band. Well, her band yeah, her, is the whole. There's yeah. five of them. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, they're super talented oh, as yeah. well. I mean, we just have so many collaborators on the show that yeah. just share. It's just a really big yeah. gift sharing. Well, that's what I love about it. It's a Fort McMurray. Yeah. It's a musical about Fort McMurray that's literally led by the community. Like it was Whoa, last yeah. year that you were going around collecting stories, right? Yeah. I believe it was last year where you, yeah, uh, yeah. Me and you had uh, me and you had a sandwich down at uh, the Sport Wellness right. Center. You must have got some wicked tales out of that one. Yeah, I got some. It's funny because um, share some of the, good, the juicy stuff, like who cheated on who. <laughs> that's just funny. Well, no, that's, that's the stuff I wanted, but no one would share, right? Everyone's good at PR. Yeah, they are. Just, Everyone puts on a face. Yeah. Well, how many people did you end up interviewing? I think when I was done, it was over a hundred. Everything about Whoa. the show is over a hundred. Yeah, it's got to be. That's the magic number. We're above a hundred people. Yeah. It was eighty to a hundred. I think when I was done. And like uh, I'm telling the people out there, this like we sat down for like 45 minutes, yeah. so like it wasn't just a quick answer yeah. to these questions. Like no. we literally had a chat session. Yeah, I, this has been like a year of my life, and basically every day I finish work, I'd go for a coffee with somebody new, sometimes two, three people, and then you know I'd interview people sometimes till nine at night. And one time you floated down the river in the summer. One time I floated down the river. You did take a night off and have some fun. But I was working on my script. I was going to yeah. say I was like that's <laughs> the best time to probably grab an interview story is floating down the river. I have yet to do that and I'm dying to Beamish do it. won't tell our stories. <laughs> it's uh, a, floating? It's the best. I know I want to try it. Everyone's How long have you lived here? About 20 years now. You've uh-huh. never floated on the snide? Guys like me don't it's float. It's the clear water. Not the it's, yeah, you go to, to um, Draper Road, um, and then you just... You, we have done it in we dinghies or air Odds mattresses. Oh, yeah, you're coming. Well, like, I, I just coming. expect, like, to me to it's, drink, pass out, and wake yeah. up by Suncor and just be like, shit. That would be fun. That would, <laughs> that's what's going to no, happen. Actually, I went further down, like, far, far, far down Draper Road. Me and Amanda went, and... I think it took four hours to get to the Sny. So, like, it's long enough. But if you just go to the boat launch and waterways and then to the Sny, it's about two hours. Yeah. That's only two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it's glorious. Well, it's one of those Fort McMurray staples to bring it back to the community. Please tell me that's in the script. (laughs) It is. Really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet. It's mentioned. Yeah. Well, like, so you interviewed over 100 people. You had to have, like... it, that had to have changed your perspective on the town somewhat. Definitely. Like, obviously, definitely. for the better, or, like, did you, oh, some of the shit the that you saw, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, how long uh, have you lived here? 
Uh, well, now it's two years. It'll be two years in February, moving yeah. back. So that would have really changed your perspective. I was going to say, so you were going a year in when you started this. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. So it's kind of like maybe an outsider's perspective, you think, or what? Um, kind of. Like, I'm from northern Alberta. Like, I grew up by Athabasca. Oh, so you know And so I went to college in Keanu. Mm. And then, so, and I always came back every summer to teach theater camps and just to work. So it's not like you're completely unfamiliar. I was with never the completely unfamiliar with Fort McMurray. Yeah, I, I was shocked though when moving back how much it's grown. Because when I was here, like even at Keanu, it was tiny. Yeah, there was no Timberly. I think it was a couple trailers. I mean, I know. I remember bridge. going like I can seriously remember snaring rabbits with my dad. Yeah. on sleds, and yeah. it has to be like right where Holy Trinity is now. Yeah. It has to be. Yes, that's where wow. the fire where the fire break was. Yeah, that's right. Like literally, uh, where Saint Anne's is it in Timberley? Yeah, that's where it stopped. Saint yeah. Anne's is at the, the green belt of where it was when I moved here. Yeah, that I can remember anyway. And just seeing that is absolutely unreal to see how much that has expanded. Let alone what we're just about to get into when it oh, comes to I downtown, know. right? Oh God, yeah. And even going down, like, I think my first kind of experience that I recall was Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. And I remember, uh, was I in Green? Town favorite. Yeah. Is it really? Oh, yeah. true. That was yeah. uh, just before I went to Keanu. I wouldn't say that's my town favorite. I think my absolute favorite one that I loved was the Robert Munch one. I think we talked about it oh, last time you were on yeah. the show. I was in that one. Yeah, uh, that was my absolute favorite one. I remember I took the girlfriend, and I would kill to take him. <laughs> what was it called oh, again? Yeah. We always... Paper bags, Paper. puddles, and princesses and pigs. Yeah. Wow. That was a great, great performance. Like, great. Oh, it was all good. Because I've always been a huge Robert Munch fan, right? Yeah. And I think that uh, that still stands out. And I think that was that was definitely after right. Jesus Christ Superstar. And, uh, and that, like, I think we were talking about it the whole time. Where you're like, what has changed in this town? And okay. I look back at those days, mm-hmm. just for me in high school, compared to what it is. Fuck, now it's, well, 10 years since I graduated. That's my first piano play. Wow. See how everything comes to I know, circle? it's weird. <laughs> That's crazy. How long ago would that be then? That would be... Ten years. Ten years? That was most when I was right out of high school. I was still dating Anna Gould at the time. Huh. Good times. (laughs) What's good times? It's a good year. So what was the most shocking story you got from somebody? Don't have to give names. Uh, Well, I had to... I had to cut it out of the script. I originally had it in. um, Just out of respect to the people's families. But there was a murder story uh, (laughs) that I got from there. Oh, was it the classic... The headless girl. Like, did you ever hear that story? No. Wow. Are it. we into urban legend? Yes. Here? This is the Fort McMurray urban legend about the someone um, chopped up his wife in his house, uh, and he took the head and threw it down by the horse pasture and waterways. And I guess, oh. and every full moon. That's why that dog park is so creepy. When the full moon fog is just right, you can see the girl walking, and apparently the head is often found there. Oh in my! In various places. Yeah, you never heard that. Obviously, that's not. Where right. were you? <laughs> Where was that story? Screenplay, oh, hometown, the musical, the horror. Chris, three days. You got three days <laughs> no, that's one of the. But it's funny because everyone you talk to, you'll get the same story, but it'll be a different spot. It'll be the Sny. It'll be the Star in Abyssin. It'll be the Horse Pasture Waterways. It'll be behind Walmart. It'll be you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Same story, different spot. So that's what makes it. I always thought that was cool. I was like, we got our own little horror story. Yeah, is it true? Because fuck, I'm not going to test it out. Well, <laughs> we'll read. Revamp Hometown the Musical for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. great. Have we'll all that zombies story. and they got to do the Michael Jackson dance. Yeah. The, um, so what, the, what was Bear's murder story? And it's wicked, too. Kudos of getting Bear. Because oh, he is a former yeah. staple. He is. And he is a gentleman. Mm. He's just the nicest One of the man. nicest guys you'll ever meet. So he yeah. was all on board for it when you brought oh, yeah. the idea? Yeah. So what's he doing? Is he singing? 
Uh, he's not singing, but he tells stories. <laughs> he's one of our bar boys, which is kind of a, a bar full of local celebrities. Pub favorites. Have. <laughs> what did he say? He said, I think he was quoted as saying this is the most fun he's he's had in a long, long time. time. Well, he's yeah. been in town for fucking years. Yeah. Well, he's always been showgirls, right? Oh, yeah. So what's his murder story, though? So, uh, he just started working. Did you have the cops involved? Or <laughs> <laughs> he was the best interview, I have to say. Wow. Was Bear. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Like, I I left, after the interview with Bear, I, I left feeling like I made a best friend. And nice. not only Yeah, because he was so nice. And not only that, he just had, like, the craziest stories. I, was just, I could have sat there forever. Ever and talked to him, eh? Yeah. Well, what's the murder story, though? So... He just started working at Showgirls, and before that, it was I think it was a Riviera, and it was mm. a it was a bar. And uh, anyways, one night a guy walked in and saw his wife with her boyfriend, <laughs> and so he went home, got his son and an axe, went back to the bar, and cleaved her right in the middle of the head, <laughs> right in front of his son. Wow. And uh, of course, he went to prison and all that. And then the bar changed. What the fuck did he bring his son for? I know, right? <laughs> you gotta watch this. Yeah, can you imagine? Wow, it's crazy. And then he, uh, and then the bar. He went, of course, went to prison, and then the bar changed to Showgirls. And Bear heard that story, and he did the math, and he's like, "Yeah, with parole and good behavior, he's probably going to get out pretty soon." Mm. And sure enough, the next day, guy walks in and bear looks at him goes yeah this guy looks like he's just got out of prison uh, walks in and bear walks up to him and says are we gonna have any trouble and the guy's like no i just need a moment and he goes to the spot where he killed his wife and he just in the sta- hotel. yeah and he just and he just stands there for like half an hour just wow. staring at the spot and then he letting left it, letting it all flood back yeah holy shit Thanks. well that's the thing well he, obviously you guys remember the riviera or no were you I've only no. lived here four years. Yeah, but I thought the place like I, it's funny because I remember it and I'm like, oh, they tore that down. And I feel like that's like yesterday, but it's probably like fucking ten years ago. Because that became Showgirls, didn't it? No, it was always, Showgirls was always attached to it. It was oh, quite okay. literally like where Showgirls was, and it, it just made like an L. Like Showgirls was here, and then just all along here was the Riviera, yeah. and it was the known for the fucking scum of like you know what I mean? Really? Like you would go to Showgirls, like that's where I was eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and they're like, let's go to Showgirls, yeah. and it was always like, oh. You do not fucking take home a stripper and go into the fucking <laughs> Riviera because right on their sign that says we charge by the hour, on the sign. Wow. So you know they said you know they set a precedence there, right? Yeah. And it was it was like for McMurray Hotel or is it McMurray Inn, the one right by the post office downtown? Like that one must say cleaned up the last couple of years with a new paint job, but that was bad. But Riviera was the worst, by far the fucking worst. And uh, I think they leveled it down due to mold. They have oh, found black mold. Whatever the mold is, like just one type of mold that you don't. The kind that glows in the dark on you CSI. Don't, you don't take away. <laughs> you don't wash away or fix. You got to level the place. I think it's it called black mold or mm-hmm. something. And uh, that, well, that's what they said anyway. God only knows what the fucking real story was. Gross. And of course, as soon as everyone heard that, everyone thought Showgirls was closing down. So like that whole month, I think even Showgirls thought they were going down too. And then that whole month was just a huge party at that place. And, uh, of course, Bear would know the full story. But, yeah, Showgirls end up uh, being a freestanding structure at that point. And it was literally uh, history changing in Fort Mac because that place still, the land still hasn't sold. Which makes me wonder, I need to write that script. (laughs) 
one about the prostitute-infested hotel. Yeah, final month of debauchery. Sounds awesome. No, so as soon as I seen the photos of Bear, I was just like, "Fuck this!" This they really went above and beyond to to reach out some former Murray icons, right? Yeah, like yeah, I'm, we have Miss. Um, well, I'm, I'm expecting uh, Chris Phillips to walk on stage. No, no, I wanted him to. It's, it was actually it's kind of a a challenge to get people to go on stage, which is why I think we went more to the script approach than mm. to actually bringing everyone on stage because mm. it was just makes sense. It's just people's schedules, right? Yeah. It's so well, oh my. You're dealing with Fort Mac. It's all yeah. messed up <laughs> schedules. And I've said this, I think, on every Canada podcast we've ever done. Like looking at the rehearsal schedules, like there's just no way in hell. Yeah. I could ever do it because I, I can barely commit to seven days at work. Let alone what is it? A month rehearsals, then two weeks. Six weeks of rehearsals. Six weeks. And two weeks of production. Six weeks? I thought it's been longer than that just by looking at the blog post, but it's probably just because I'm looking at them every day. Yeah. And it, it seemed like they're intense. Like well, you guys Russell just wrote 20. Th- yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. there you go. Like four days of Q to Q. Yeah. Like, those are long ass days. Oh, God, yes. How are these babies doing it? They're just going in for their part and leaving, I'm guessing. Well, but, the thing is, yeah. too, is you have to consider is that every single person is a volunteer except yeah. for the paid piano staff, which are, there's not that many of them. And so. To bring this production together, it's literally tens of thousands of volunteer hours. No, and that's a very good point. Like, there's no one getting paid in this production, like I said, besides for very few people. No, and and there's not anything in town that's really comparable to the production value of what is going to happen compared with the amount of man time needed to pull it off. You know, and then you throw talent in there, and then you've got something magical. And I have to tell you, like... This show is going to be great. And you can tell within the first week if a show is going to be good or not. And I can tell within the first week this is going to be a great show. Just solely based on the cast. Because with that amount of people, I've never seen a cast come together so well. With the chemistry and just people getting along. And it's incredible to go to rehearsals. Because you feel the love. You feel like you're in in this... Because you are. You're in this huge family yeah of all these people like we you know you'll sit on like in the hour lunch you'll have a break and then you'll have like people having a picnic in the corner you have people swapping facebook pictures you have kids running around playing tag with the adults like it's just one giant yeah jerry just belting jerry belting out singing it's a riot and russell documenting it all russell documenting through and it's a blast it is so much fun to go to rehearsals and just hang out and just We've been doing these piano podcasts now for, I think, this is a year. We've done six of them. And yeah. it's funny. Every time I listen to them, I hear that exact same thing. Family. And it's, I love hearing it. Is the people you were with, it's literally like a family. Yeah. Hell, there was, what, four people? Three... Three, four people for extremities. Yeah, four actors and extremities. And, but, then, and then you go from four to extremities. You go from a hundred. You go to one hundred and twenty-five to uh, or over one hundred and twenty for hometown, and you get the same vibe yeah. throughout every play. And like I said, as soon as he gets a bit older, I, I want to join a part of this because it just sounds so amazing, right? Like oh, that whole Kingston would love it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll get him in there. We'll get him in there. Yeah, How old is he? He can barely go to school. Uh, <laughs> he'll be five in April. Oh yeah, he's ready. Yeah. He's, ready. Ready. he's ready. He's ready, ready for the ready big for time. <laughs> <laughs> so well, so you got Barry, you got Melissa Blake. That must have been hard to get her to commit some time to that one. That's crazy. Yeah, we had to work around her schedule, but we got her. Nice. Yep. Yeah, she was good about it. Russell, obviously in it. Yeah. Yeah, we Who got Russell. We got? 
Uh, Jerry and Nolan. Jerry and Nolan. We've got Krista Balsam of YMM Magazine. Yes. Yeah. We've got, uh, we got Ben it. McCulley. Yeah. Oh, McCulley's K-Rock. in it. Right yeah. on. Yeah. McCulley's actually in Bedtime Stories with me after this, too. Oh, he's doing the, the back-to-back, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he's doing Dancing with the Stars. He's, he's just great. Doing, yeah. He's Fort Mac front Davis. center yeah. of the community <laughs> now, is he? He is. Uh, we've oh, got, good for him. Good for him. We've got we've Coach got and Billy. Coach and Billy, the bar boys from Black uh, the Black Horse. Yeah. Okay, I think I know to see him then. Yeah, uh, Coach, um, he delivers for the Fort McMurray today, so you yeah. might have seen oh, okay. him. Okay, no, I know. I know. He's at Black Horse, and I know there's two guys. Oh, You'll God. see his license just... plate <laughs> for his corner in the Black Horse. They're yes. the two sweetest guys. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Generation Dance Studio. Generation Dance. Yeah, we have Generation Dance Kim Studio. Kim Hurley. Kim Hurley. Oh, she's in it too. Mm-hmm. She's in it too. We've got Tiffany Bishop and Madeline Drew. Claude's okay. wife and Claude's baby. Oh, Claude's baby? Yeah. Oh, right on. We've got, uh, oh my gosh. We have a burlesque number. Hey! <laughs> Little Ode to Chicago, is it or what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've got, oh God. Well, there's no way we can name everyone, but. No, no, yeah. but I'm just. We've, we've got a lot of um, Keanu College employees, which is really mm-hmm. great. Beamish sort of, um, you know, encouraged his coworkers around Keanu to, to come out and audition and. Um, we've got Renalee Jorlin of the Foreign Wing yep. Society. Um, we've got Tim Hagee back. He was in yeah, 39 Steps okay, with, yeah, with yeah. Beamish. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Couldn't get Norm the way he's working. Norm Sutton? Yeah. Sutton, he's, yeah. In he's, he's in it. He's in it. He's in, in, video. in it. He's yeah. in one of the films. Oh, he's in yep. the film. I was going to say. He's in the film with me. <laughs> no, that's excellent. Like, uh, <laughs> we talked about it. I believe it was this podcast. It was, no, the Farnsworth podcast from last year that we mentioned what we had in store for this year. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to 2000, mm-hmm. see if I can get out of here for 20, uh, 2014. <laughs> but it, to see it come together, like, quite literally, like, you mentioned it then. I think you interviewed me in the summer, so you had to do all your interviews in the summer, to writing the script. To now we're well we're what three days four days from from yeah. opening, opening night. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> feeling excited. I I'm feeling great. How was it, how was it like to see it? Literally to go from an idea it is, to you're about to watch it on stage. It's bigger than I ever thought it would be. It's yeah. and it's then, a and you little, guys were pretty ambitious that when you guys even mentioned it, it. And it's a compliment to the team that Claude brought together. Yeah, and I mean the the crew is phenomenal. The designers he brought on board are amazing. Yeah, Steph the, Link, I can't say enough great things oh, about our stage, stage manager, manager, Steph Link. She's incredible. Shout out. <laughs> I mean, to handle and to manage all that many people, and our ASMs are wonderful. It's doing incredible crew. And uh, and our new musical director, yeah. Susan, she's, Susan, she's amazing. She really just, she's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm kind of jealous because I'm not in the show, so I don't get to really work with anyone. But I get to see them all and well, that's the thing. Like, play with them, I'm excited to watch it just because I was like, I was not there at the inception, but I was there when it was first announced. Yeah, I knew where he was at. Where it was literally just an idea floating around in his head, and I can't wait to uh, to yeah. see it. I mean, you must be pumped. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just I getting am, goosebumps thinking about that aspect of it myself. I am pumped. I am pumped. I was to get the script was a feat in itself it it was a lot of work um and i didn't have much time to write something that huge and it it was just i literally it took me 20 days to write the script wow to first to write that first draft i mean i i did a lot yeah 
I did a lot of research, a lot of like putting it together, but then actually sitting down and just putting pen to paper, bringing it all together. It took me about 20 very intense days. Wow. And then I wrote the second draft within two weeks. And then after, and I rewrote the whole thing in that two weeks. Oh, you just just went to town. <laughs> and after after that second rewrite, we had the script. We had a working draft of Claude and I looked at it and said, "Yeah, this is it." And then after that, I was just editing, doing you know, fixing things as we went along in the process. So where was was Claude just kind of guiding? Like where was he at for all this thing? Like, you were obviously the creative force. Yeah, like Claude and I. It was. It's been a fantastic process working with him because we just threw the egos aside. It's like we have this project. We want to, you know, we want to get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Yeah. And so, like, my strength is as as a playwright. His strength is a, a director and mm. a visionary. So, is this your first time directing? Uh, a musical. A musical. I've, yeah. I've directed smaller shows. I was like going to say, yeah, you can. You guys just one shows. took off there for a little tour there. I believe it was last summer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went from you know directing a small little touring fringe show to the biggest musical in Portland's yeah. history. So I was like, Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a jump. <laughs> <laughs> so my strength is best is like definitely a playwright because I, I write plays. That's what I do and. And so Claude, basically, he gave me the vision. This is what I want. These are the dance elements I want. These are some of the songs I want. Here's some ideas I would like to see in the script. Go to town. And he just basically gave me the freedom just to write. Mm -hmm. And so I did what I did best. I pulled all the ideas together, all the pieces, and I wrote. And then I would write, and then I'd take it to Claude, and he'd look at it. He'd edit it. He'd say, okay, change this, change that, cut that, add this. And then he'd give it back to me, and then I'd do a complete rewrite. And it was really good relationship that way because he gave me the freedom to to write, yeah. to do what I did best, and uh, he would just kind of guide me along the way to fit tweak. his vision and tweak it. Yeah. And then once we had that that script, that working script, we both looked at it and go, "Yeah, this is it. Okay, wow. awesome." And then we went into rehearsals, and then rehearsals, I kind of directed more of the one-on-one scenes with people, which is what I'm experienced at and what yeah. I'm good at. And then the big vision that that huge picture that you're going to see in the theater, that's very much Claude, and that's Claude's strength. And I learned so much in this process just by watching him go and seeing how he brings these elements together. And it's, I feel like I have went into this project as an amateur, and I feel like I'm leaving a professional. professional. That's I, a good encompass. So much training. Yeah. That's a really good encompass, right? Yeah. Well, like I said, it's been a year since inception, right? And yeah. It's probably an intense... Yeah. Well, when was uh, auditions? November. November, yeah. Yep. Wow. So I've gone from, I've literally gone from an idea with Claude in the cozy corner being like, I have this crazy idea with these dancers and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'd be like, oh, you're nuts, but I love the idea of doing a show on the main stage. Yeah, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Not knowing what the hell I was doing. I don't think anywhere in this process I knew what the hell I was doing. I just jumped in and said, okay, let's do it. Feet first, buddy. Feet yeah, first, Yeah, but that's sort of a testament to what the show is. Like, right Fort McMurray is. doesn't know exactly what it is. Um, no. And, and the show isn't full of of professional actors, you no. know? It's our community, it's community. literally yeah. on stage. And, and it's, it's a show that really communicates what Cano Theatre Company yeah. is all about is that you can do this we want you and that was a big thing about yeah. the audition process is like we want you 
Yeah. We don't need you to be, you know, a trained actor, singer, no and dancer. Toys. Like, it's coming no, we, we want you. And so Sherry Duncan from, from Keanu College, like, she is never just... Never acted before. Never She's acted amazing. before. And she said she had asked a question to Claude one of the first days, and she was terrified to ask the question because she thought, you know, some smart Alex were going to know the answers, and she was going to look dumb, and, and Claude... You know, answered her question very openly and was happy to. And he said he was happy to have her there. And and he, you know, like that's yeah. what they mean. They really yeah, mean it when they are. say that. And yeah. do we see a lot of like veteran actors taking kind of like mentorship roles? Yeah, which yeah. is something that I would like to see. Like that would be really cool to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because look at Russell. Russell's been in umpteen oh, many yeah. many performers. And I'm sure there's others too that I just don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. But yeah, people like Russell. They just and Tim. Tim Heggie, they just lead. They lead the show, yeah. and they basically the other actors look up to them, and the newbies look up to them, and yeah. they share their advice and share their experiences. Share their experience, and the, the same thing with the dancers. I mean, some of these dancers are yeah, twelve well, years old, but oh my goodness, I've never seen <laughs> such amazing. Well, they've probably been yeah. doing it for like ten of those twelve years, and right? it, it's so cool to see this twelve-year-old sharing their advice to a 50 year old of how to move how to dance yeah. and this is the steps and everyone needs everyone else we do. in that production like, everyone's helping each other yeah and it's yeah. a rewarding for me because i've never written a show this big i've never done anything this big and claude really just pushed me and said okay we're doing this do it and uh to see and to give like for me writing it i i just I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, this is my gift. Yeah. And I'm just going to do my best, and that's all I can do. Yeah. And I really feel that I did my best. And to give that to other people who've never acted before, and to be like, okay, this is my best, this is my gift to you, just just have run with, with it. it, have fun with it, yeah. and to see them enjoy come to life the show. and enjoy it. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a great process. And I, I can honestly say that uh, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm reading, people are. It's it's, it's yeah. a good time. It's not it like, is. oh my God, we've got to go Q to Q for four days. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, we're going to go Q to Q for four days. I can't wait to go down and hang out with all these people, yeah. right? It's, that's how it feels. It's oh, you got me excited fun. to just listen to that, man. That That is good to hear. Like That is so awesome. Yeah. Let's talk set, though. Mm. What's the set like? It's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's mostly projections. Really? And that's what Canon just bought. It's a super multimedia show. Yeah. Like I don't know if you saw Russell's blog about the tech aspects of the show, but behind um, on a couple of them. Uh, yeah, you said me, you wrote nineteen of you wrote or you wrote 20, 20 so uh, okay, far. I got like nineteen to catch up. I'm gonna on. pull it up because he's got some awesome statistics have, what, in there for four. No, how many projectors? One, five, five. I want to say five. Working. We got over six computers running the show. Like tech wise, we've never done anything this big. So it's it's big on both sides of the yeah, stage. So that's why it took us like Q to Q. Should only take two days. It took us four days because yeah. we had that many cues. Wow. Okay, so here we go. We have two hazers, two digital audio consoles, five projectors, previously only two have been used, eight automated uh, automated lighting fixtures, nine computers. Nine computers. Wow. 14 color scrollers, 17 wireless mics, 27 video computer monitors, 37 IP addresses, 168 individual lighting fixtures positioned specifically for this production. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean... And there's some other elements to this, too, because I've seen the, there were some people going around town filming stuff. Yeah. 
uh, you know what I mean? That's gonna be really. Well. That's gonna be really. Yeah, cool Sean Watson actually uh, did all the creative work for the film. Beamish is actually in his own play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly expect that. Is Claude gonna get an appearance too? I don't know. Maybe. He might jump on stage. Just wait. There's a wanderer. Hey, I'm Glow Drew. Just walk across. Yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty might funny. Do, uh, Hitchcock. You know. Well, he will be. He, Claude will be doing a big, uh, yeah. a big curtain speech on opening night. He'll be making our big announcement on Friday. That's okay. Well, let's. What can I get out of you? I'm not going to be there. I'm on uh, day shifts. So. Well. Uh, well, he's doing the, your. It's the new season 11. announcement, yeah. so it's the plays we've picked for the 2013-2014 season. So, hometown uh, is literally midway through our uh, current season. Twelve thirteen season. Yeah, twelve thirteen. Then we're going to do bedtime stories, which is a comedy in April, end of April, and then we have a break um, through sort of the summer, and then in September um, we'll have our first show of next season. So there's four plays next season. It's always the four play season. Um, so yeah, we're going to announce them on Friday, and they are... Come on. They're epic! They are. What are they? I can't tell. It just gets bigger and better. Oh. It does. It does. It always gets bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah, tell me. you got to give a hint. Lay down a hint. Are they movies? There's a musical. <laughs> yep. Is there a Halloween themed one? Usually, is a you, my friend, one. need to submit a show for the ADFA. Yeah, which is in the, the end of April. The what? The ADFA, the Alberta uh, Drama Festival Association. Beamish is the uh, representative for our region. Yeah, we're having a one act play festival. Um, I need to submit a show. End of April. Anyone can submit a show. Come act in a show. The rehearsal schedule will be a lot more relaxed yeah. than the Keanu schedule. Like so. I said, you almost if I wasn't working, that one that you asked asked me to a format attack. If I wasn't working, I was there. Yeah. I got another show for you. But like I said, if yeah. if we can work around my schedule, like I would seriously jumble over it if I didn't. You know what? Perfect. You missed out on Mac Attack. But like, Mac, I, like Mac I said, Mac. another one for you. All right. Well, if you I can do it, I promise you guys I will do it. But I just don't want to fuck up. Mac Attack's over. going to Fringe Festival, Edmonton Fringe. Maybe. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone, that could have been you. Been, I think might have been you that might have been saying that that Suncor wanted a piece of it after they yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, they bought it. But they were just like, this is awesome. And you're like, <laughs> we're kind of making fun of you guys. But right on. Like, sense of humor come on give me us a teaser for for 13 14 season are they a movie is there any one of them a movie movie no i think some of them were movies yeah i think maybe three of them were movies really <laughs> yeah oh, i need to watch more tv one of them is definitely not a movie yeah i'll edit this out it doesn't matter. We do them better than the movies anyways. Oh, I just want, I want to know what it is. You have I'm to wait dying. till Friday. Well, I can't. I'm a very impatient man. Let's talk schedule. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting anything out of her. Yeah. Tell me. I won't, I, won't, I won't put it into the show. What schedule? What's the hometown schedule? What do you mean? When's it performing? Oh, God. Cater to the listeners. Okay, so we have a... <laughs> When is this play? What are we doing? I drank. <laughs> Where am I? On Friday. Yeah, we're opening on Friday. So we have a preview. Preview night. We have a preview on Thursday night, which uh, is almost sold out, I've heard. Yeah. Um, and a preview is the last dress rehearsal. So it's the opportunity for everything to go wrong if it needs to. And sometimes it does. Yeah. Um, and if it does, even if 
you know, one mistake is made, it literally actually means you're going to have a good opening and a good run. So I think Valma uh, explained it like, if need be, Mike could stop the show and just be like, whoa, 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 let's yeah. do something else. Yep. But it never happens, or it doesn't usually happen, or does it ever it, happen? It, uh, sometimes. It sometimes happens yeah. um, because it's literally your night before opening. So if but something. You have the public there. You have the public there, um, for sure. And I mean, the show in, in this week, this is production week, so like. Each tonight's their only night off. Tomorrow's dress rehearsal one. Uh, uh, Wednesday is media call, so that's when we take all the. Um, what time is that again? Six thirty. If you want to come, you should come. I'm working day shifts, but I leave mm-hmm. at site at six. So. Yeah, so we give everyone a sneak peek, and and then they have dress rehearsal two, and then Thursday is preview. So, I mean, the show, the show only becomes what it is on opening night. Like that's that's a given. But everyone is giving their 110% every night this week. Um, and they're going to give it until it closes. And it's it, it'll be... A di- it, the show will have a different life from opening to closing as well because the directors actually leave the show as of Friday. You're done. You're, yeah, I think this is what we said on the show, too. You're contractually done yeah. as of opening night. But obviously you're going to be sticking around, right? No. No? no, Beamish is moving on to the one act play festival. Well, he's he might have a mini vacation. Yeah, he might sleep in. Yeah, I might <laughs> for one day <laughs> do some laundry. <laughs> then I'm off and running again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's the plans then? So you're going to the one act. So tell us. Uh, so I'm the rep for the Alberta Dramatic Festival Association, uh, which is a one act uh, one act festival for uh, community theater, and it's uh, Alberta wide, and we're hosting it at in. Uh, Keanu Ooh. in the recital theater. April 27th? April 28th? 28th. April Sunday. 28th, yeah. which is a Sunday. And, uh, and basically anyone from the community, 18 and up, can submit a play. They can act in the play. Uh, it just has to be 10 minutes and over. And it's going to be adjudicated. And the winner goes to Provincials, uh, which will be in High River. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to do another show, probably another couple <laughs> I just shows had this, for that. I just had this sudden, uh, what'd you call it, provincials? Yeah. Oh, uh, and I just had this sudden, like, we got to go to regionals. This, this is whole, regionals. We are the regionals. Okay, we are regionals. Okay, we you gotta can win the re- regionals. We got to win regionals. <laughs> got to win regionals. Um, I think I might direct a show for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a great place for people just to try acting or to try writing if they've ever wanted to. Maybe I'll direct Tito and Todd Skin and play. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that might be an idea. You stand directing us. I got a show for you. I think you'd fit the part perfectly. Oh, Simple Simon? Yeah. Tito could play the other part. The, like, condescending... No, I have someone... I have someone. For that was rude. I'm leaving because he's not here. <laughs> the, um... Well, I want to hear more. If I, like I said, I'm in if I can do it. Uh, it's about a guy who works 21 and 4, and he comes home for his four days to his wife. And that's pretty much the whole show. She's usually my wife and everything, so... Hey! <laughs> my intro, my love interest, or one that's trying to kill me, or one I'm trying to save, or something. What are we doing in this one? You're saving me. I'm creeping on you, and you're kind of not having it. Remember how all we do is make art? Yeah. We, we're making a film. Yeah, it's called Cover. I was just gonna say, were you creeping on her the last film. She was. Well, I was. No, I, hit, I was on hitting him. on her, hitting but then on she her. killed me. Yeah, 
Or did I? Or did she? <laughs> the um, actually, I was just going to say because this Saturday, or the dates. I know we mentioned that. I don't think we mentioned dates. Preview yeah, is okay. February fourteenth. Hi. So preview February fourteenth Valentine's let's Day. How, let's see how good she really is. Okay. Opening night Friday February fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few tickets left. Opening night tickets include. Uh, a champagne reception catered by the Sawridge. So after the show, you can have a champagne and mingle with the actors. And food. there's so much food. good food from the Sawridge. Opening nights are fun, guys. Like I, oh. I love going to opening yeah. nights just for the sole fact of, of there's food because I enjoy yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> if we can sell an opening, I'll be really happy. Yeah, I think we're we're pushing we're to a sellout. It's it's a huge show. And then actually, with the musical slot, we offer matinees for people who um, can't make it. Yeah. So we have a matinee Saturday. Saturday morning, the 16th. Uh, I guess not the morning. I was going to say how early. 2 p.m. is the morning to me on Saturday. <laughs> okay. I wake up an hour before that. And then uh, and then we have a show at 8 p.m. Saturday. And then they have a, a few days break. And then we're back uh, Wednesday the 20th. Well, that's a private showing. Which is actually a private showing, which is really cool. Is um, yeah, Rohit Communities uh, sponsored a show for their customer or for their staff appreciation so that's really wow really cool so you can't um, only get tickets to that one then. yeah so they're kind of yeah. superstars on the Wednesday night yeah they're going to sell the place out or yeah yeah and then uh, so the wow. so the right public yeah, yeah the public can be back for the tickets on Thursday yeah. uh, Friday uh, the second Saturday the 23rd uh, matinee again at 2 and then closing night which is always sort of a Huge emotional night She's for everyone. That's uh, the twenty third. Damn good. She nailed them all. Yep. The um, you, you still got the tickets listed for Wednesday night, though. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> can't win them all. No, that's uh, it. it uh, sounds excellent. I was just going to say I'm probably going to go Saturday. Nice. Which would hopefully spark her to go. We're supposed to film Saturday. We are. Uh, we're having issues. Are we? Yeah. That's why I was kind of hoping Russell was going to um, take this off, obviously. The, um, I can't not dye my hair any longer. No. Carolyn, uh, Carolyn's like, oh, I can't go back to the library until mid-March. Okay. So we might have to move this show to the Kennel, folks, uh, Kennel Library. Oh. Which I was kind of hoping to bug Russell about if he was going to be here, but I'm just going to walk down there tomorrow and, hey, who can I speak with about filming here? Who do you know in the library? Is there someone in charge? I've never gone in there. (laughs) What is a book? My books are still in Purdue. (laughs) My books. (laughs) I've been avoiding it. I take it. I take it back. I only read scripts. I'm going to walk in there tomorrow and just figure out. I have a script library in my office. (laughs) But with that said, uh, instead of going Saturday because we may or may not be filming, I'm going to go to opening night. Hopefully, see if I help you guys. Eight o'clock. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I get off work at six. I should be there free. I'll be there. Include me for opening night. My parents are leaving the farm. Nice. Come and see it. They what never was... leave the farm. Wow. They never leave the farm? They never leave the farm. Can They're you tell them up. to bring some food? We've got to cater this thing. I just remembered. <laughs> They'll bring some daters. Oh, <laughs> yummy. No, it, it's, it, like I said, to me, I get goosebumps just thinking about it because I was kind of there when, just like we talked about it when you were kind of thinking about it. So it must be great to see the final product for you Claude must be ecstatic I was kind of hoping to, uh, to chat with him about it tonight but I'm sure I like when you guys talked about the, when you talked about the relationship like how it worked right and yeah. I'm glad well, the thing about Claude is like he's not here full time he's still yeah. flying back and, back forth, and forth to forth. Vancouver running the theater there and so 
his time is just so valuable. You can never really. Yeah. So he's him. up here for all rehearsals and stuff too, is he? Well, he he yeah. flies in Wednesdays and leaves Saturdays or yeah. something crazy. It worked so. out well. So the ones he couldn't be here for, I'd fill in. Right on. Yeah, yeah. The dynamic duo. They call themselves the homies. The homies. <laughs> the homies of hometown. That's That's right. Right. They drink and, scotch. <laughs> Well, so I can't get no information on the, the, the 13-14 season. Not we, yet. We do got bedtime stories Patience. coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bedtime well, stories. So who's directing that one? Uh, Misha Albert, actually. He's the uh, drama teacher, one of the drama teachers at Keanu. And, and he, he directed, directed you. Steps. Yeah. 39 okay. Steps. Last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only one he's done for Keanu? Um, he's done uh, Studio 99 Productions, which okay. is with the VPA students. So he did the Laramie Project 10 years later. And um, uh, he just did Close Friends mm-hmm. this year with uh, James Lewis and Alden Grove. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. He's a great director. He's so full of all the energy ever. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get him oh, on the life. show. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. hilarious. Misha. Oh, man. And that's going to be when? Uh, that starts rehearsals actually two weeks after Hometown closes. So. Oh, so some of these people that are doing the double headers is not going to have any kind of break. Yeah, eh? so Ben and Greg uh, yeah. Scarborough, he's uh, also in Bedtime Stories. So he'll they, they get a two-week sleep, and yeah. then they're back at it. Yeah, nice. Um, there won't be any... Uh, it won't be as vigorous. Like, there's no choreography or, or music. But 400-some-odd people. 400-some-odd people. No, there's about... Uh, I think there's eight of us cast in 12 roles, so we're all playing more than one part, uh, I think. And um, and it's it's a it's just a hilarious comedy. It's written by Norm Foster. Foster yep. And, you know, he's one of the most produced Canadian playwrights ever. And... Uh, Katie's Playhouse did a play, um, Maggie's Getting Married, yep. which was by Norm Foster this past year, and and it's just back in November. Yeah, his his work is just approachable and and well adopted. I've heard someone say it was it was you can easily adopt it to people with no experience. You can easily adopt it to yeah. And actually, I think um, yeah. So it'll feature some newcomers in that play as well. Yeah. I'm really excited to get back on stage. I mean, I haven't been... I was going to say, you've been... I've had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did Extremities, and now I'm back for, for Bedtime Stories, which I I just am dying, chomping at the bit here. Well, you got a couple more weeks, and then you'll be back. Out. Yeah, so that show opens uh, April, end of April, and then we have the One Act Play Festival, and then... Uh, so when's the One Act Play Festival? 28th. April 28th. April 28th. Yeah. Right bedtime stories. Opening. Yeah, bedtime stories right will open on the Friday. Of, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then. Uh, well, hopefully, we can, we're going to get you back on the show to talk about that when the, yeah, the yeah. closer time comes. Yeah. What else has Candle got in store for the rest of the year? Uh, well, we've got. Um, well, we'll have our big announcement, and then I'm assuming we'll probably start auditions um, before the summer because the yeah. first show will rehearse in the say, summer. Don't, yeah, don't you guys usually audition? Like right after, yeah, and the, at the end of May. The, yeah, well, yeah. probably the end of May. Yep. Um, and then the VPA students are working on a show called The Bear um, by Chekhov, which is very, it's very theatrical. Hey, Chekhov, yeah. Uh, maybe See, I, I geek like me, can, I go right to Star Wars or Star Trek. Or I'll let Michael tune into the chime of Chekhov. Chekhov, <laughs> that's like the introduction, like. Basically, Chekhov and Stanislavski invented 
uh, theater as we know it. Yeah. They uh, realism. They brought realism. Hashtag to theater. theater. Yeah. <laughs> they brought realism to theater, which is a big thing at the time because before that was all melodramas and huge spectacles. But they brought realism. I.e. Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, Shakespeare. Well, Shakespeare. I, I always forever. found it. I always Shakespeare is like the birth of theater. I was going to say, right? I always found Shakespeare over dramatic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Shakespeare's well, it's, actually pretty funny. He's got a lot of dick jokes, which are great. <laughs> you know, you love Shakespeare. I needed you in high school, man. If I could pick up dick jokes, I might have paid more attention to Julius Michael Caesar. Michael and I actually want to do a festival. Yeah. Called the Shakespeare Festival. Yeah. We want to get this started. We want to combine Monday. Shakespeare with and beer. a beer festival. Like how? Yeah. Like what do you mean? Like well, just people come drink and drink beer, dick yeah. and then or? actors act some Shakespeare at you. I'm sure, some we can make that. I'm jokes. sure we can yeah. make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. as much as I mock and, and and realize the horrible times that I had Shakespeare, with Shakespeare in high school and the fights. That I would get into. I remember I didn't do good on Midsummer Night's Dream Test, which right. was grade nine, yeah. and my mom yeah. flipped. And I remember saying there, I'm like, how do I need to quote Shakespeare in order to live life? And it's funny because my dad would <laughs> well, agree with me, but yeah. he had to agree with my mom. So yeah. like, it was always that huge family fight, right? Yeah. But I related, not related, I guess, because like, how the fuck can I relate to Macbeth? But I love so Mac- much content. I love Macbeth like- so much. That, that brought me right back into well not into it because I still that and Hamlet I really got into Hamlet and the only mm. reason why is because I saw it on stage at the uh, what is the one in Edmonton Winspear yeah. Citadel Citadel yeah I saw that on stage yeah. I didn't have a clue about Shakespeare until I saw it from my own two yeah. eyes and yeah. same with Macbeth it's the only movie Macbeth yeah. we watched yeah. and, I, and I understood it right so I would love to have yeah. Shakespeare and beer not Romeo and Juliet it was played out, man. The fucking Leonardo, Leonardo. DiCaprio, and like yeah. the guns, the nipple licking. I'm like, yeah. really? Is this fucking God, necessary? So good. <laughs> I can talk about Sincred Arts Live. Stuff. There we go. What else is happening yeah. at Canada this year? Yeah, well, right after Hometown the Musical, we have um, a Sincred Arts Live concert. Uh, the Celtic Tenors. Ah, yes. Yeah. Three very handsome and very talented uh, gentlemen from Ireland are coming to... Um, is that your St. Paddy's Day show? Or is there a St. Paddy's Day Sure. Okay. It's two weeks before St. Paddy's Day. It's St. Paddy's Day. Totally month. Paddy's month. Yeah. yeah, cheers. Um, yeah, these guys are... I mean, you know, there's a lot of a lot of popular groups like this. There's the Canadian tenors. There's the tenors. There's... God, I don't know. You can name anything with the tenors. Some but, tenors that is. Yeah, but these guys, the Celtic tenors... Uh, they're they're right out of Ireland and they've been touring for for quite a while now and so um, we're really excited to have them because they're just listening to their voices like I have some Celtic blood in me and you know I've never really folks yeah Celtic blood uh, well no I do you're, you're PC girl I did a legal name change oh, Misty really? Oaks yeah it was my grandma's like married name oh yeah. Yeah, I'm so actually. Is your, is your other one like O'Shamus? I'm or? French Canadian, uh, uh, Irish, uh, French. I speak no French. Je ne parle pas français. That's, that's Irish. That's because that's more Irish than Oaks. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a. It's a beer. It's a stout. <laughs> it is. Yes. I know. Remember when Shauna posted that picture? It's delicious. It's so great. By the way. Is it much better than Guinness? Anyway, it's yeah. only available in Ireland, or what? Yeah, it's called Beamish. Beamish. We have to go there. It's the best. I've been there. Really? Oh yeah. My, on my, on my it life. belongs to you. It belongs to your Is it actually in the family? It, it was, yeah. Oh, really? Heineken owns it now. Uh, of course, they own everything. We sold out in the 60s. But they still got the... 
They still got the logo though. It's still Beamish. Oh yeah, beer. yeah it's still Beamish. Yeah. Is it cold, man? Because I never. I, someone brought this to my attention the other day that when you go overseas, it's warm beer on in the bar. No, it's and that shocked well, me. It's stout, first of all, so it's different. It's not as cold as what we have here, but it's still cold. It's okay. a sitting beer. You yeah, sit there. It's like Guinness. And drink it. Sit, drink. Yeah, but I still want to sit there and drink a cold beer. Back when the Beamish's brewed it. go back to, like, <laughs> the Hobbit time. It was 100% time. alcohol in the beer. Go Jeez, back to the time of yeah. the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Back when the Beamish's brewed it. Yeah, we brewed it right. Those German bags. The Beamish is, <laughs> the Beamish is in the Bagginses. <laughs> the Bagginses. Yeah. That's right. uh, so, yeah, we have... The Beamish brew. We have the Beamish brew again. Oh, God. Well, yes, but... All right, so we, have, we got the we Celtic Tenors. Yeah, so for the ladies, we have the Celtic Tenors, which are, you know, this... Are they really known for being, like, that hot, like, well, lady it, yes, man it's that, what? like, you know, they have those rich, seductive voices, and they wear tuxedos, and they're handsome, and they're from Ireland, and what so else tell, do I need to say? You're telling me jerseys and shorts don't do it for women? Uh, so that's Sunday, March 3rd, and then on Saturday, March 9th, Lay Coquette Cabaret Burlesque Troupe is yes. coming to light the house on fire. Yes, I yeah. cannot wait for that one. That <laughs> one's going to be really, really good. I think everyone's been looking at uh, that particular bottom <laughs> in the season brochure for quite a while. Oh, yes. Mm. It's a famous yeah. house. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Lay Coquette, uh, they're from Montreal and they're a hot, hot burlesque group. They do... Uh, if you love Chicago, that sort of... Um, you know vaudeville burlesque feel uh this is what that troupe offers so there's there's striptease there's uh you know intensely uh, there's intense choreography there's beautiful costumes there's acrobatics um you know there's women featured there's men featured there's audience involvement there's Ooh. lots of sexy times it's just and it's just a, it's just sexy times. Yeah. Well, and the, the one performance. It is. It's one night only. And so what I'm sort of thinking is that people, you know, Valentine's is on a Thursday. It's like this week. You probably didn't have time to get a gift, and and that's okay because Keanu box office is open all the time. Twenty four hours. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So buy your tickets, and you can plan for three weeks ahead for March 9th and go to the burlesque show because this is a show couples are going to love it. Single guys are going to love it more than anyone. So you're telling me that you're giving the woman approval to have a three-week late Valentine's Day yes, kiss now. Yes, absolutely. There we go, folks. <laughs> she says that your girl will not get mad. And if she does, say, Misty. Trust me, when you go home later that yeah. night, oh. after the burlesque show, mm. all the magic will happen. <laughs> so much magic. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's a very nice ass, I must yeah. say. Lay Coquette. Yeah. March 9th, 8 p.m. What else you guys got? Uh, What's going to follow that up, Misty? After the after the Celtic tenors or the Celtic tenors? Well, then we have some kids shows. You know, we're kid friendly. We do everything at Keanu Theater. Yeah. Uh, we have some kids shows, and we also have the Contenders, which is like a, a grassroots sort of um, blues folk music. I mean. Don't put this on record, but it's definitely like smoke a joint and come to Keanu Theater. <laughs> Can I say that? So it's Please definitely don't. like smoke a joint and go to Keanu Theater. <laughs> but it's just um, funny because I went, how you got a structure on the website? Like it's like Lake Coquette and it's that ass. Yeah. And you scroll down and it's just 
Whoa. Valdi and Gary Felgard. Like, yeah, yeah. The you know what I mean? The, the contrast is very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got a mustache and a beard. They're yes. dealers, yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Valdi and Gary Felgard are like really highly regarded um, sort of folk music. It's definitely lower key, but it's such an enjoyable evening. Like, for me, I know those two men are going to transform the stage into just, you know, sort of that. That kitchen party, uh, um, what's it called when people have concerts in their living room? Home house concert? Yeah, house concert. It's, it's that kind Vibe. of feel, you know? Well, actually, like this sparked a, a debate at my work when we were looking through the brochure. I think, I think there's a brochure. We were looking at it somewhere, and they're like, oh, the contenders are coming over here. And I'm like, who's that? And they're like, you know, it's that song. Like, I would walk 500 miles. I'm oh. like... I don't think that's the contenders. <laughs> no. Anyway, the 20 minutes later of the debate, I was right. Yeah. No. And uh, the proclaimers are not coming for me. No, and yes. it's funny. I think I thought that the first time I had heard that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Valdi and Gary Felgard individually are both quite quite famous around Canada. And so they do a lot of folk festivals and, um, and, and local music festivals uh, in BC and stuff. So cool. Um, and that one is on. That's March fifteenth. Cool. Yep. And then uh, we have the Circus Terrifico Troupe, which is the Modus O Dance Theater, and that's for kids. Okay. Uh, lots of fun. It's set to the music of Tchaikovsky, and uh, there's four different characters that are trying to get to the circus, and there's lots of audience involvement for the Ooh. kids in that one. Yeah. And, and two then, shows for that one, right? Yeah, yeah, two shows for the kids' shows. Um, and then we have Peter Pan in April for the kids which is by Duffel Bag Theater, and they do great theater shows. I don't know. You've probably seen some of them. You, you guys yeah, brought them really up, good. I think. Or they yeah, were but up they did for... Beauty and the Beast, I think, a few years ago yeah. at Mac Island. And again, lots of audience involvement. Like, the kids just really become a up. part of the theater and, and have a lot of fun with those. And then we got your, well, big show for the spring. Which is the curtain raiser. Yeah, we have our... Well, we have actually changed... Or it's not the curtain raiser. Yeah, we've changed it to How the, dare I? <laughs> well, it was called the curtain raiser for a few years because, you know, we're a theater, we have a big curtain, and we were trying to raise funds. But this year, it's called the affair for the arts because we're stepping it up in terms of our, our platform for entertainment. Like, we are one of the key entertainment venues in Wood Buffalo. and True. And... We can offer world class entertainment, and so we got Rick Mercer. Yes, he's coming to headline our fundraiser, um, the Affair for the Arts. That's April sixth. Um, right now, we have sponsorship packages out. Um, so, if anyone's interested in sponsoring the event, um, and then we have some more public sales in the beginning of March. Coming up in the beginning of March. Yeah, because you guys put two hundred up, and then probably went like wildfire. I'm guessing. Yeah, they did. They sold out right away, and so we were like, "Ooh, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta put some tickets away for the sponsors." So once the the sponsorship packages are gone, uh, we'll open the public ticket sales back up. But this is a great event. It's uh, it's it's an evening, right? So it's not just come and see Rick Mercer. This event is wine tasting. It's a wine tasting. It's the only. Um, a wine tasting event in town. There's the SMS Wine Auction, but that's a totally different event. Yeah. This event, uh, the wine tasting is hosted by the Opimian Society, and uh, the wine tasting is included in the ticket price. So you'll come to the event at about 6 p.m., and there'll be some... Um, 
you know, catered hors d'oeuvres and everything. You do the full round of wine tasting, and then you'll go into the theater, um, and you'll get to see Rick Mercer's keynote address. And then afterwards, um, you come back out. There's uh, sort of like a really... It's a really lavish event, so there's like a gala atmosphere. You know, everyone's dressed up to the nines. There's a silent auction full of just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I was the fan of the opera one. Is the one yeah, I yeah, and then um, you know we're gonna have lot. There's just lots Beamish of drunk. Beamish <laughs> throwing his mic around. Sorry, somebody. Yeah, it's just I a mean. really. We, <laughs> we're sort of stepping up the elegance. Like we really, we really want to. We're trying to build the capacity to be. You know, a, a platform for world class entertainment, and, and that's where Fort McMurray is growing in general. It is, you know? and it's one thing that I want. It, it's great, and don't get me wrong. And I really hope that uh, a piano theater public relations person can get Rick Mercer on the podcast. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Um, and and world class entertainment is awesome, um, but I really hope that a lot of these people don't forget the roots as well. Um, one thing that I've, I was reading a case study, and it was a place in uh, something similar to Fort McMurray in the U.S., where it was an energy town. I think it was a pulp mill, and they got to like 150,000, yeah. and everyone had money, and it was great. And they just stayed. All the community theater got put on the back burner. They're yeah. bringing, they're spending like this. The region itself was blowing all this money yeah. on bringing people in to speak like about their region and stuff like right. that, which is good. Right. But like I said, like the day that we forget. About the community, I think is, is the day that we forget. No, and I think we hometown, don't become that hometown anymore. Hometown the musical is proof of that. That you know we could, you know, Chicago was an amazing show full of you know solid talent, and um, you know we're moving in such a direction where we could easily become Broadway North or or something yeah, yeah. to that effect, um, and and we could become exclusive and and. Say you you have to be the best dancer and the best singer and the best actor to be on or, stage, but or that's not paid to bring someone up. Yeah, right? and that's that's not where we're moving towards. We really want the community's involvement, and we want people to know that it's it is a family. It really is a family, and yeah. and this is our hometown. Whether you've lived here for four months or four years or, or forty five years, years. 45, yeah. yeah, if you were born and raised here, like you really don't know the difference, and yeah. and it deserves a certain level of respect. Like we are on the world stage, and we are becoming, you know, one of the largest cities in Alberta, and and we're moving towards this direction of of a a higher vision for ourselves yep. not only for ourselves but of ourselves to the rest of the country yep. and and it's it's all just piano theater and with hometown the musical we're really just we are coming back to our roots and i say like i say that's very present uh, it's it, and it's going to be on stage like you're going to be able to look at it and go wow like this was for the community, by the community, dedicated to the community, like it's a gift that it was it was locally written, yeah. you know, by you mm-hmm. and 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 Claude and and it's you know we don't need a famous playwright, we don't need a famous musical, we have we don't need a famous big time Broadway director, we don't need a 
You know, and we and don't need people that can do film festivals and, and bring them up to control a film festival. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm very grateful of is, is like, especially, well, you were the original mm-hmm. one yourself and mm-hmm. Claude. Uh, we brought this idea to you, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, you know, you know what, we'll pay. Because there's people out there that want to come up mm-hmm. here that say, yes, my job is to organize film festivals yeah. and organize film communities. Pay us, and we'll come up there. Yeah. Well, no, let's take let's take this risk on these couple well, of Well, no, guys. and yeah, the idea uh, is yeah. to just... Do it. Just well, do it. You know, you can do it. That's the whole point. And, like, the whole point of researching this show is what is Fort McMurray? It's the place of family and it's the place of opportunity. Opportunity. And for me personally, I am a playwright. I take this seriously. This is my career. And um, this is a stepping stone for me. Yeah. It really is. And I would never get this opportunity anywhere else. And for me, as a person pursuing this as a career, this is huge for me. No, and that's. I think me and you were talking mm. about that when you. What was sorry? I can't remember the play Legion. Legion oh, Legion Blues. Blues. Legion yeah. Blues. Like when you were saying, how cool is it where I could put on a show in my own living room and yeah. have the public come, come and watch? Yeah, and f- and have two extra shows because yeah, that and popular. have demand for more. Like yeah. not just a group of your friends. It yeah. was the public, people you didn't know. That's right. Were coming to this thing, and to me, that's incredible. That's right. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. To be in the arts is a struggle to be an artist. Well, that's an <laughs> it's a struggle to be a playwright. It is hard. It is really hard. I've been doing this. God, I've been doing this since I was thirteen, and I've I've been fighting to do this for so long. And to have this amazing opportunity is just incredible for me. And I just feel like this is my stepping stone. Like, yeah. I will write bigger shows, and I will produce them in bigger. Arenas, yeah. your venues, and it's just thanks to Fort McMurray. But where'd you get your shot? Where'd you start? It's Fort and, you know, and that's and to me, like I said, I get goosebumps thinking about that. Like I think me and you were talking about it when you were interviewing me there. Like it's that kind of atmosphere yeah, that's that I hope that I hope is. we never lose. That you know, what I mean, like I'm all for this town. I've all, I'm all for the opportunity. The people that oh. I've met have been great. I just hope we don't never lose that. I know, and it, right? and that's what defines this place. Is people come up here, no matter what industry you're in. If you're a trades guy, if you're in the industry, if you're a doctor, you come up here to get your start. You come up here to get your chance, and that's what really defines this place. Is because you can do things here that you can't anywhere no, else. That's true. Yeah. You know, you get those opportunities. Yeah. And that's what I love about this town because people they think big. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know? it's true. It's yeah. true. We're in the middle of nowhere, yeah. but people here are like, no, fuck that. Yeah. We're thinking big. We're yeah. bigger. We're the world. Yeah. And we stand up and we say, we're the world. Yeah. And we do things here that you couldn't do anywhere else. No, it's it's true. so cool. No, it's true. Like, like quite literally, when it, it was just, I hate bringing it back to the film festival, but it's the only thing I can kind of draw on. It's is true. When though, people right? like, oh, well, who? What is it? What gives you the right to to, to do a film yeah. festival? Because we want it. Because we want to do. Because we want to do one. Exactly. This region doesn't have one. We want to do one. We don't want to travel to Edmonton. Well, it's one thing to travel to other places, but we would like to have one here. But it's a great and it's right. a great event. Yeah. Every time it's a great. event And it's just like you. Like let's. I want to do a musical about Fort McMurray. I'm yeah. not going to wait for someone to write it. I'm not going to put the idea no. in someone else's head. I'm going to do it myself. Let's do it. Let's with, do it. Well, with my, I'm going to grab some people and let's go do it. Yeah. I want to have a beer festival yeah. surrounded by Shakespeare. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And that's we'll, what we'll, I we'll worry about logistics place. after or as. <laughs> we go we'll wing it as we go wing it as we go and that's what's beautiful about this community is that people here are willing to take risks people are willing to say hey let's do it let's go 
My yeah. two favorite words in the English language. Why not? Yeah, why not? why not? God, look at the calendar girls. Like, half of the women oh in that God. show were new actors. I wrote it on my hand. How yeah. did it go? What's the final word on it? Was we it we the- don't have the final tally, actually. Uh, that's a good thing to mention. The calendars are half half off now. So we're trying to... No pun intended. <laughs> They're fully off. Um, yeah, we've made great headway on the Calendar Girls calendars and um, for quick sale of whatever we have left, we don't have a lot left, but uh, we've slashed them down to $10 each and the proceeds are going to the Canadian Cancer Society still. So it's only February. You still can use, you know, 11 months of the calendar. Months, yeah. uh, and these women are hot. Yes. And not Guys, pressed. it's a great cancer. Uh, cancer. Fuck. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's a great calendar. Uh, it's it's great women. It's a great fucking cause. Oh, Ruth Vancouver alone. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Those women like. <laughs> oh, I wish she was on the show that that time. That was awesome. Yeah. So the calendars awesome. are half off. Ten dollars at the box office. Um, we're going to be selling them during hometown, but we really want to be able to make a strong donation to the cancer society because, you know, it's 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 something that affects everyone's life, and and Cano Theater really wants to be able to give back to the. The Absolutely, that and way. the production went by obviously without a hitch or nothing. Yeah, it was things. it was a huge success, and I mean we all of our productions this year, like Extremities and Calendar Girls, have really hit a home run, and we know Hometown's going to do the same thing. So yep. it's you know, and then we make our announcement on Friday for our new plays for next year, and and then Bedrooms is just going to take it home. Bed bedtime stories, yeah, mm. yeah. So what? I mean, what dictates success for Hometown for you? Like, uh, it's already a success. That's it's already did everything that I wanted it to do. Except nobody's seen it yet. No one's seen it yet. For That's me, a success thing. is is people seeing it and almost creating a hometown too with the yeah. stories of just seeing it. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's really going to like touch that, people. But I think I know where he was coming from too. Yeah. Like I've yeah. always said, like everyone's like, "Well, what's your numbers for the podcast? Right. What's your downloads?" I'm like, yeah. "I'll look at them if you ask me to." Yeah. But I don't care if that number is one and it's me. Yeah. yeah. I love doing this. Really, don't yeah. care if anyone's listening. I just really, really enjoy yeah. doing it. Yeah. To me, having other people listening to it or other people watch it, icing on the cake. Yeah. Hometown's measurability of success is definitely within your. Well, you know, I have two kids in that show who have severe autism. Oh, wow. Who, in public, cannot speak to other people. And they go into their own little world. But when they enter that rehearsal hall, they talk to everybody in the cast. They're happy, they're social, they do the dances. And when I see those kids every rehearsal, I'm like... It's a is success. It? I've done my job. Yeah. This well, is incredible. It tears me up. That's I know. awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's, that's what uh, Jerry that's and Nolan said about the show. Like, yeah. They said it's going to make you laugh, and it might even make you cry. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. it is. Like, it's just such a heartfelt, Yeah, and that's what I take pure away. Pure emotion. I, I don't, I don't yeah. care if the mics don't work. I don't care if the songs don't work. I don't care if people forget the lines. I really don't care. I don't care if people hate the show. I don't care. Because at this <laughs> point, the show has done everything that I wanted to do and that was A, create community two, bring people together three, and break people out of their shells and just give them a safe place to be themselves and to try build community something try something new and and to give it their best and, and like their best. everyone literally is <laughs> oh, giving it have. their best like they're giving their best as a gift to everyone else yeah and, and don't get me wrong I think it's going to be an amazing show and I know these people are going to be incredible 
And I want them to have that success because they deserve every ounce of it because they've worked so hard. I don't think we can top that quote, man. That was that, that was spine tingling. That was awesome. And like I said, I know right where it's coming from. That you said arts is difficult, but arts relies on passion. Arts yeah. runs on passion. It runs on passion. Right. It fuels by passion, and and that is so awesome. Misty, when can they check it out again? Hometown the Musical uh, previews on Thursday night, uh, Valentine's Day. It opens on Friday night. Uh, we have a matinee on Saturday and an evening show on Saturday. Uh, and then we're back Thursday the 21st, uh, Friday the 22nd, and two shows again on Saturday the 23rd. So there's lots of opportunities. Just go to keanoca slash theater. You can buy your tickets online. It's really easy. Take your seat and everything. Yep. And, uh, and... And bring the kids, bring the grandparents, bring this the aunts and uncles, bring your coworkers, bring your friends, bring everyone. It's literally rated E for everyone. There's something for everyone in the show. No, oh, that's awesome. Final thoughts, Mike? Um, this has been an amazing journey for me, amazing experience. And um, I, I hope everyone comes to see it, you know, because uh, it will have an effect on you. I know it will. It's and for us. And it's for you. It's for the community. And uh, come and share and come and celebrate. No, that's that's totally awesome. Celebration. Yeah, that's right. For sure. <laughs> Keanu.ca slash theater. You can get all your tickets there. Um, com. You can check out what we got in store uh, coming up for Winter Play. And, of course, that's going to be your information for this episode, all episodes, and for the stuff coming up in the future. So before I start crying after that epic speech by uh, Mike... Um, I'm going to end it here. Uh, YMNpodcast.com, Twitter, at uh, YMNpodcast, Facebook.com slash YMNpodcast. Um, Keanu Theater is spread all across the, the social, On social media. On social media, network. yeah. Right now you can uh, follow along the hometown journey at hashtag hometown the musical. Hey, hey, there we go. Yeah, we're uh, at Keanu Theater on Instagram the show. and Twitter. Well, no, you can tweet uh, during uh, intermission or before the show and after the show. And, of course, we'd love to hear from you. Like, we want that feedback on Twitter. We're always following and, and Facebook and, and Instagram as well. So I've always liked it when companies are really uh, – like, you get the companies that use Twitter. They don't answer. You don't see nothing. Mm-hmm. You are the one behind the Twitter account, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's <and> not me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get a response. You tweet Keanu Theater. You, you, you hashtag it. You get a response back saying thanks or mm-hmm. shut up or something. No, I'm just kidding. That's only for our hashtags. But no, you get a response, and I and I absolutely endure that. So, where can they find you, Mike? Phone. I think that's it. You don't use anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I'm running the conservatory right now, so you can always reach me at michael.bemish at keanu.ca. Uh, I am on Facebook and Twitter, though I'm not a big Twitter guy. No, I've, I've tried to tweet uh, you a few times and just nothing. Well, you uh, can keep an eye out for um, once the One Act Play Festival gets sort of up and running, right. we'll have uh, iFlower Productions sort of out more in the social media. Um, and yeah. think, we're always looking for people to audition. And if, right. if you if you don't want to audition, if you can't audition at the specific times, call me or Michael you know, and we'll figure something out. If you've always dreamed of acting, you know, we want to hear from you. We want to see you. We want to build your dream with you. And and that's not just on stage. You know, you can help out backstage. We're always looking for volunteers. So, you know, any information you're looking for, keanu.ca slash theater. And we're happy to have you as part of our family. That's right. Beautiful. We'll end it there. So on behalf of Tito, um, Todd Ski. Wow. 
Why do I keep this saying? I keep forgetting this part. <laughs> so, for the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Tito, I'm Totsky. I'm Michael Beamish. I'm Misty Oaks. We'll see you next set. Yay. And we'll see you at Hometown. We'll see you at our hometown. Hometown. You bought a one-way ticket? Ma, I'm moving. It's not a vacation. I know, but you'll be home for Christmas. Don't count on it. Kate! What if I'm in a show? At Christmas. Yes. A one-way ticket sounds permanent. It is. But Montreal is so far away. Not far enough. But this is home. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. (laughs) 